0: is the fantasy road show
1: what's up all you roadies we're back again this is the road show and we are your hosts per huge my name is ryan this is mike coles you can find me on twitter at fantasy underscore trucker you can find him on twitter at coles underscore sports mike this is the dog days of summer and we are in two two a days my man this is in let's go how how, how hyped are you, dude?
0: Two days. I love it. Um, I thought you were about to start rapping some Eminem. <laughs> you
1: Just thought I was about to start bad. spitting and getting and getting and getting it? Yeah, no.
0: I'm not doing that on the yeah. pod. Uh, maybe one yeah.
1: day. Maybe. Pistol Pete might be <clears throat> a performance. But um, hey. <laughs> um, we are back. Uh, check us out back on YouTube. Again. I didn't mention it before, but you can check us out on YouTube at YouTube.com um, slash sportsethos. Uh, make sure you you check us out, like, subscribe, and click the bell. Yeah. Yeah. We
0: are live. Oh, yeah. Ready to get it. Um, yeah, we're doing uh, wide receiver rankings today. Uh,
1: top 36 wide receiver rankings. Um, these are all the wide receivers we're going to be talking about on the podcast. Uh, we will have all of our rankings uh, posted at sportsethos.com, and possibly other places. We're working on other options as well. Um, but yeah, yeah ideally,
0: we will ideally we'll be able to have some sort of a. We're work. We're, we're looking at like Linktree or somewhere we can post our like live um, Google Doc, so you can see us making changes throughout. Um, yeah, that's kind of the game plan. We're figuring out how to do all that learning as we go. Um, so
1: let's, yes. uh, work in progress. Um, I did want to little preface something. I am not in the greatest spot for internet access right now. So, um, I've been having connection issues. Uh, if I get cut out, I just want to apologize ahead of time. This is the road show. We're on the road today. I'm back in Bloomington, Illinois. Um, on my missouri route and uh, i'll be back in chicago mike we're gonna we'll have great internet tomorrow i'm pretty excited for that i don't hate it man let's get right down to business right let's uh we're gonna yeah. be talking wide receivers it's gonna be a long episode so we should just dive right in right let's let's get into it um how about tier one let's start with top tier the number two best receivers uh, you know, um, kind of a coin flip right now. Uh, actually, coin flip between the two of us. I have Jamar Chase at one. I'm sorry, you have Jamar Chase at one. I have Justin Jefferson at one. Sorry for yep. the flub right there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with, with grabbing these guys at the one or two spot. And um, what is your case? Why do you have Jamar Chase over Justin Jefferson in redraft?
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, if I had to draft today, I would probably maybe take Jefferson just because I want to know more about Burrow that he's going to be um, starting, that he's going to be full go week one. But honestly, I just think like from a talent level, I think Jamar Chase is a better receiver. I've always felt that way back to the LSU days. Um, And then I love that he's with Burrow. I mean, I think he um, separates himself from Jefferson in touchdowns, whereas Jefferson gets a million targets. I don't know, like – I just feel like that's not – I don't know. Like I want to say it's not sustainable that he can continue to get 200 (laughs) balls thrown his way and just like (laughs) get away with it. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I just think – I think the Bengals are going to have a great year. I think that offense is just, you know, learning – it's the same offense and they're just getting better and better. Um, The Chase-Burrow connections just going to always – get better and better i my reasoning is more so because i think the vikings are gonna have a bad year um i think uh, that's really that's really it I, i i think that the vikings are gonna have a bad year so i'm more comfortable um taking who i think's a better talent on a better team Okay,
1: that's fair enough. I think even if the Vikings do have a bad year, Justin Jefferson still could easily have a very similar season than he had last year. I mean, he, he had 50 more targets than Jamar Chase, but also played four more games than him. Jamar only played 13. But, uh, I mean, the way I look at it, um, you know, there's a lot of really good receivers in Cincinnati. Um, he, they got a, you know, T. Higgins, uh, Tyler Boyd. So just between Jamar Chase and T. And T. Higgins, I don't think, Justin Jefferson has a T. Higgins caliper wide receiver two there. Uh, That's why he would command more of a target share, in my opinion. So uh, that's why I'm taking Justin Jefferson number one overall. Uh, You know, he went from 1,400 to 1,600 to 1,800. I think he is the best chance to get 2,000 yards this year. So I want to take him number one overall, and I think I'm going to do that with every um, 101 that I have in drafts this year.
0: Yeah. Um I mean I get it. There's not you can't say much poor things about either guy. They're two LSU Tigers, so you know they're you know they're winners. Um but uh, yeah. no, yeah. I, I uh I just that's my reasoning. I like Chase. I think he's a better receiver. Um and I love that him and Burrow are just lighting the league on fire. Um, I think the Bengals are gonna be better than the Vikings, and hopefully if we get a full healthy year out of chase that you see crazy numbers um yeah so that's all i mean i you know i also think that because there is more options on the bangles that allows chase to have a little bit more space uh, i i don't know it, it's you can't say much you can't go wrong either way that's a one two um, yeah. So
1: anybody that takes Jamar over Justin, I'm not betting an eye. It's totally understandable. So it's like I yeah. said, a coin flip for me. So um, yeah. what and about re- the next? Regardless,
0: regardless of format, I'm probably going those two in the first two picks. That's typically you don't see wide receivers go. It's been, you know, CMC the last handful of years, but um or you know top rb but i i would be so comfortable going those two you're not really going to swing and miss so um yeah another guy cd lamb i have him as my wide receiver 3 i think that he um is just ho- w- with a healthy dak this year i think you know dak throws for a ton of yards throws the ball a lot um i do like brandon cooks but he's not going to take away from like huge plays that Lamb has um so i like I like CD Lamb to be involved early and often in that offense. That's why I've met wide receiver three. Um, I think I just, I don't know, I have him a bit further, um, a bit higher on consensus than kind of the rest of the industry, but I'm ready for a big year for CD.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, he was great last year. He played all 17 games. He you know 17.7 fantasy points per game. Over 150 targets. Over 100 with receptions.
0: Three different quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, yeah. He. Nothing. I mean, he was he was the number five wide receiver last year. So, um, yeah. so it makes total sense. Uh, I want to talk in in, in terms of a, a tier here. Uh, with this number second tier, I'm just curious. Uh, before we get into the rest of them, where do you see this second tier ending? between uh, C.D. Lamb and who on your rankings? Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, yes. That was exactly... Yeah, so from two to seven... Or I'm sorry, from three to seven.
0: Yeah, I'll put C.D. Lamb, Garrett Wilson, Stefan Diggs, Tyreek Hill, and Cooper Cup kind of all in its same tier. I know, like, industry standard right now has been Jamar and Justin, and then Tyreek and Cooper Cup has kind of been the top four all year. But I, like... CD Lamb, I like Garrett Wilson. I think Diggs, I you know, I, I've been I have the Bills winning the Super Bowl. I have Josh Allen QB one and Diggs is, you know, gonna be it's hard not to put him as wide my wide receiver three, and we may even end up to start this season that way. I don't know for sure, but you know, it would be very easy for me to stick Diggs above Garrett Wilson and CD Lamb. Um Rogers loves Garrett Wilson. He is a absolute freak show avatar-like wide receiver. That's why I have him as my wide receiver four. Um, that being said, how highly I speak of the Bills and what they're going to do this year—it's hard not to back that up with putting digs there at wide receiver three so
1: yeah and i think you kind of just made my case for me as why i have digs over cd lamb and garrett wilson so i don't really need to add much there but from three to yeah. seven i have tyreek hill actually at three cooper cup at four Diggs at five cd lamb at six and garrett wilson at seven um but yeah basically those same types of things you know i have tyreek hill at the top there just because i think he's You know, got 1,700 yards last year when Tua didn't even have a fully healthy season. So um, I think 2,000 yards is not out of the range of possibilities for Tyreek. And Cooper Cup, I mean, we saw him break the NFL uh, two years ago and have like 1,900 yards. So I think those two, if I had to separate the tiers, I would have them – and in a tier of their own, but I, I agree that this whole group should kind of be grouped together in a tier because they all have insane upside. Each, Every single one of these wide receivers could end up as a wide receiver one this year.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um, and, like, here's my thing with Tyreek and Cooper Cup. So the reason I have those other three ahead of them is Tyreek Hill should have another, you know, he's a video game player out there. He should have another huge outstanding year, which I think he will. But I have Jalen Waddell taking a huge step again. Um, And you were talking about, you know, that's why you have Jefferson over Chase. Well, that's kind of why I have the other three over Hill is I think that Jalen Waddell is going to start to close the gap on wide receiver one on that team kind of numbers. I don't think, you know, he'll get there, but he's going to be pretty damn close. Um, And then Cooper Cup, I just need to see a healthy Stafford before I put him back with those numbers. Um, his health doesn't worry me as much, but like in order for him to go, I think Stafford needs to be great, so um, that's the only reason. I mean, Dak, I like Dak, I think he's gonna throw for another, you know, what it puts up like 5,000 yards when he's healthy playing a full season, and then uh, Rodgers, I think he's gonna just have a bounce back great right year with the Jets, so um, that's that's my reasoning. And then obviously Josh Allen with Diggs, So that's why I have those three ahead of Tyreek and Cup. I don't really know what else I can say there. They're great receivers and they can be wide receiver one, like you said, but um I'm just more comfortable taking the other three, knowing that those teams are gonna be good, those offenses are gonna be good, and um uh, there's not much, you know, I guess competition in the wide receiver room. Whereas Waddle's awesome. I love Jalen Waddle.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm I, to me, these top seven receivers that we were just talking about right now, they all should be first round picks. Like, yeah, to me, they I would take all of them in the first round.
0: So 100 percent. I totally agree.
1: All right. Well, the, how about this next tier? I'm going to go ahead and make a claim and you tell me if I'm incorrect here. But I'm going to say this next tier is Devontae Adams, A.J. Brown, Amon Ross St. Brown and Jalen Waddle.
0: Yeah, oh, that sounds about right. Okay, so this is our
1: third tier. Um, yeah, and that's yeah. how I that's how I have them ranked: Devonte Adams, AJ Brown, Amon Ra, and Waddle. What do you? How do you have them ranked?
0: I have Adams, Amon Ra, AJ, Waddle, and then like I could probably put Amari and Devonte in that tier as well. Okay, um, because I think I have both of them ahead of the next tier, um, which would be like in my mind: Alave, Ayuk. Ayuk, uh, Judy Higgins. So I think I probably, I would probably put them in that tier. I mean, Devontae Adams has some question marks just not being happy and Garoppolo coming in. Yeah. A.J. Brown, I mean, I literally think A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith are like, I don't separate the two of them too much, to be honest. Okay. I think Devonta Smith is awesome. I think he showed that last year. So I, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't separate those two too much. Um, and then we've already talked about Waddle, Amari Cooper, like could potentially have the most upside as any of those guys we just named. Um, I think Amon Raz upside's probably more. Yeah, um, and Devonta Adams, Devontae Adams, has been who we've seen him be for so long, just but a
1: to, a perennial top five wide receiver.
0: Yeah, but I think he's a little. I think that ceiling is lowered this year with just the situation going on. I don't want. I don't like what's going on with the Raiders. Jo, I, I'm worried about Josh Jacobs. That whole thing could crash pretty quickly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's kind of how I feel in terms of the tier there.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I mean, our only difference is really A.J. Brown and Amon Ra. So, I mean, I I love A.J. Brown and what he was able to do in the red zone with a limited uh, receptions last year. I mean, he had 145 targets, 88 receptions, so under 90, and he had 11 touchdowns. He was the wide receiver six, like, you know, very, very efficient in the red zone. And it's clear that that's who Jalen Hurts looks for when he's throwing the ball down there. So. Um, that's kind of why I have him above Amon Ra, but again, these these guys are so close to me that I I have no no reservation with how you have them ranked.
0: Yeah, we'll see what happens in this next week or two. I could probably see myself having Amon Ra jumping Adams. I just need to see things get smoothed out, you know, in, in Las Vegas with the Raiders. Um because I think Amon Ra is Outstanding and going to take another step forward this year. So yeah, um <clears throat> yeah. I mean, anyways. I've
1: seen. I just recently saw some clips of Jared Goff just throwing some darts to Amon Ra and jameson Williams in at camp. So it was yeah, uh, definitely I mean, interesting to see.
0: To me, it's like Amon Ra is the kind of guy that he's going to work harder than ninety
1: five percent of the team. Nin- yeah, ninety five percent of the wide receivers. Anyone like. Yeah
0: there's not, you're not going to find a wide receiver that's going to work harder than them. So, um, anyone you put in that top tier, that's looking to get their game better every single year right now. I'm on Raz, you know, in that. So I, I don't know. That's my thought.
1: Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, well, moving on there, uh, our next tier, uh, which would be about tier four, um, as as you mentioned before, uh, the Chris Olave, um, T. Higgins, Brandon Ayuk, Jerry Judy, um, that little group right there uh, is who we have there. And I have Chris Olave at the top. Um, I just, you know, I think Chris Olave has a lot of opportunity this year with the Saints, and I think um, Derek Carr has something to prove. And I think he's going to be slinging it out there. And, you know, Michael Thomas doesn't really seem to be his uh, usual uh, slant god self, but we'll see how that works out. But, yeah, I I think Chris Olave is in in line for a huge season and could easily creep up in this top 12.
0: Yeah, so my tier is like Olave. I have Olave, Ayuk, Judy, T. Higgins, Drake London, DJ Moore, Calvin Ridley. That's I might even go into Hopkins and Watson. I mean, this is a pretty big tier in my mind. Yeah. Um I have Brandon Ayuk as a wide receiver fifteen, which is what, his ADP is twenty nine. So, um, I mean, you even have him at nineteen. Yeah. That's a massive jump. We're both extremely high on him. Um but it's hard for me to say that, like, any of these other guys are ahead of Ayuk. Um, so I tend to get pretty bullish when I'm big on someone just because I love going and getting my guys. Um, so, like, gun to my head, I'm taking Ayuk over Judy, which is tough to say. But, like, you need to see... Um, You need to see something with that Broncos offense in order to be comfortable taking one of them. No, I agree. T. Higgins is a very safe pick there, so I have him there at 18.
1: Yeah, very high floor, low ceiling type of play.
0: Drake London's another guy. Like, I'm very high on him and his talent, and I'm just hoping that the um, Falcons team all kind of takes a jump together. Yeah. DJ Moore, you know what, how, like you know how I feel about the Bears and, and Justin Fields being the real deal, and him finally getting a wide receiver one to throw to, yeah. Um, and then it's like Calvin Ridley; he could jump all of those guys, depending on. I mean, that's going to be one of the most improved offenses, and I think everyone is going to get you know take a jump forward this year. I could easily see Calvin Ridley being. You know, above everyone we just talked about. So to me, that's a big tier. There's a lot of movement there, but yeah. I have it as it stands. Olave, Ayuk, Judy, Higgins, London, Moore, and Ridley.
1: Yeah, I would agree with you. Um, I would, I think I would definitely put DeAndre Hopkins in that mix. I, uh, in this pocket here, I started out with Olave, uh, but then Amari Cooper, T. Higgins, Calvin Ridley, DeAndre Hopkins. You know, Iuke, Judy, Moore. But then I also have someone else in there, Keenan Allen. Um, I know you're not as high on Keenan Allen as I am this year, but, you know, if he stays healthy, man, he was uh, setting a good pace last year. He missed seven games due to a hamstring, but he was on pace for 112 receptions for 1,200 yards and seven touchdowns. Like, from weeks 11 through 18, he was the wide receiver for in fantasy points per game. You know, I just think if he stays healthy – you know, Justin Herbert's going to be slinging it to him. He looks to him often. Yeah. So
0: listen, I want to be high on those chargers guys. Cause I think they could probably have like a, the best offense this year. Top five. Certainly. Yeah. Um, things go a little bit better for them than they did last year. Then I, I just, I don't know. I'm like not taking Keenan Allen at his ADP. I'm not taking Mike Williams at his ADP. Um, so, which I mean,
1: it's, it feels weird because we both think that Justin Herbert's going to have a 5,000 yard season, right?
0: hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Well then
1: if he has a 5,000 yard season, I mean, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams and Quentin Johnston, you know, and even, uh, Austin Eckler for that matter are all, all going to be heavily active in the passing game. So,
0: yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I haven't been able to figure out where i'm statting out those chargers receivers i just really can't um i think herbert's gonna have a top five season um i have him as my fifth my qb5 and i could easily put him above burrow or hertz like he could be a, a top three quarterback this year yeah um but i just don't know where those yards are going to yet i'm not comfortable taking Keenan and Allen again over a lot of those guys and maybe maybe I'll sit back and like think about actually stat out that team but you know I think maybe it's Quentin Johnston that has 3,000 yards and Jared Leverett that has 1,000 <laughs> and Josh Palmer that has 1,000 oh like I, I I just don't know I haven't done it yet
1: yeah I I know what you mean though it's uh fun to speculate there um so that kind of rounds out our top 20, um, you know, 22-ish. Uh, let's go for a little further into our wide receiver threes that we would be consider starting here. Um, I oh. have DJ Moore at 21, Terry McLaurin at 22, DK Metcalf at 23, which I don't feel great about. I don't know where to put him in my rankings. And he's being drafted as the 14th wide receiver, and I am not taking him there. And I think he might be on my do not draft list, so...
0: Um, yeah, I think Debo's on mine as well. Like this is where it kind of gets ugly cuz DK even Terry McLaurin, Debo Samuel, like Chris Godwin, Hollywood Brown, Mike Evans, Michael Pittman, like these are all guys who are probably on my do not draft lists or I'm just hoping that someone takes them earlier and then yeah, my you're guy's not forced with anymore.
1: that Yeah, you're not forced with that value option where you're like shit, do I do I Do I take them because of the value?
0: I just don't think I will. DK's ADP is 14 and I'm at 23 right now with him. So like, do I think that for me, these rankings are tough, right? Like you like to say that I, you like to say that I go against the grain a lot because like if I, He's essentially do not draft for me, DK. So I'm going to put him far enough on my rankings <laughs> where it's like reflects that. Yeah. I will just have the option to draft DJ Moore uh, in front of him, you know, or like, you know, let's see, Brandon Iuk. Brandon Iuk is someone that I have as, you know, he, wide receiver 15. He's 29 ADP, where DK's 14. So 10 out of 10 times I'm drafting IUC before Metcalf. Yeah. So, you know, I, someone's going to draft Metcalf before IUC, I, before that decision, I have to make that decision. So I'm totally cool with your Metcalf, Debo, you know, those kind of guys getting gobbled up and then it's like, all right, well, my wide receiver 15 is now sitting there at, you know, wide receiver, 25 value. Yes. I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain, but like if anyone tries to make their own rankings, you're going to sound crazy bumping DK down that far. But like, that's where I would draft him. So fuck off.
1: Exactly. I, you couldn't have said that better if, you know, I couldn't have said that any better. So, um, well put. Um, but after DK, uh, I have Debo at 24 and Drake London at 25 and Christian Kirk at 26. Now, when you were just going through that, it made me realize like, even though I have Drake London and Christian Kirk below DK and Debo, like I'd probably take, I, I definitely would take Drake London over them. So I, I'm going to be moving Drake London up in my rankings, uh, ahead yeah. of DK and Debo. But, um,
0: yeah. So that's why, like, that's exactly what I'm saying where it's like. You know, you say I go against the grain, but for me, it's like everyone's going to be fucking wrong anyways. (laughs) So why not just be aggressive and realistic when setting my rankings? Like, yeah, when I see DK at wide receiver 14 and I'm bumping him all the way down to 23, like there's a little voice in the back of my head that's like, you know, the rankings say, but you have to just forget about that as much as you possibly can. Like I think Digo, I think Geno Smith is fucking dog shit, and I think <laughs> there's a chance that like he's not the quarterback for the team next year because of how bad he is. Yeah. So in order for that to happen, the Seahawks have to play. They have to play worse than they're projected to play. And in order to do that, sorry, DK, like you have to like your rankings have to reflect that. So it's just, I don't know. You can talk and like sit there and toy with this all day. But at the end of the day, like I'm taking Christian Watson before DK Metcalf, I think that the Packers are going to win the NFC North and Jordan loves going to be a lot better than everyone thinks they are. Yeah. That's my reflectings reflect what my opinion is, you know? Um, but, anyways, that was kind of a tangent. But I think it's like noteworthy, right? <laughs> no, <absolutely. clears throat> because like cause, Yeah, because like the other day, I put up a, I put up a poll that was Antonio Gibson or David Montgomery, and then like, of course, everyone's like, "Oh, David Montgomery," blah, 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 blah. But I don't think it's that crazy to say that Brian Robinson loses. The majority of his job Gibson becomes the primary back and has an outstanding like you know what I mean though yeah you just gotta be bold and whatever your thoughts are have your rankings reflect that otherwise what's the difference between you and the fucking computer spitting this shit out <laughs>
1: No, you're absolutely right. I mean, I agree with you there. I think uh it's definitely possible that Antonio emerges out of that backfield. So Yeah. But um, that but, was just
0: an example. You know what I'm trying to say. Yes, like, of course.
1: Yeah. But uh I get so it. Let,
0: let's get back on track. Um Hopkins is my wide receiver twenty one. I mean, situation where he's athletically as good as anyone. Um, I just don't know what the Titans' offense is going to look like. I don't know. They should be pretty good, right? Um, It's like one of those things where they have a veteran wide receiver in Hopkins. They have Henry, who's probably only got a few years left. Tannehill, I mean, he's getting old, and like they've been trying to find someone to replace him, but they could be a very underwhelming team or they could win the division, you know, like, so I I just, I don't know. I'm not like ready to say that they're going to beat the Jaguars for the division. So I have Hopkins at wide receiver 21, but do I think he's wide receiver one at 21 in terms of talent? No, I think he's probably still fringe top 10. Um,
1: Yeah. He's, he's a solid wide receiver too on any team. Like if he's your second wide receiver on your team, you got to feel pretty good about that. I mean, the guy just commands a target share everywhere he goes. No matter who's no matter who's throwing him the ball. I mean, last yeah. year in nine games, averaged over ten targets and almost eighty yards. And I mean, reports coming out of camp right now that he's making highlight catches all over the field. At even yeah. at over thirty years old, like this guy's still doing it. Um, so I, I I'm I believe in Hopkins. That's why I have him at seventeen inside my top twenty. Um, I would be very happy with him as my wide receiver
0: too. Yeah. Um, he's a wide receiver. He's a person. He's someone you can draft as wide receiver too. That has a ceiling of wide receiver one, you know, like he's as good as anyone, but. Um, talked about Christian Watson, DK. I mean, Keenan, again, I just need to figure out what I'm looking at with the chargers offense. Um, Cause that's, I have them ranked against how I feel about them. So I just gave that huge tangent on have your re- rankings reflect your, um, you know, your projections for teams and, and your philosophy, like what, what you really think teams are going to do this year. Yeah. I haven't figured out who's going to catch all those yards. So um, Terry McLaurin, tell me about him. He's someone that's worth talking about. Um, I don't know
1: yeah i feel like i'm too low on terry mclaurin and i have him at 22. like i'm a few spots higher than you but like i mean if you really look at it i mean he he was the wide receiver 14 last year he caught a career high of 1191 yards with only 28 percent of his targets deemed catchable like it was he's he had terrible quarterback play last year and like he still posted a career high in, in yards like i mean 15 over 15 uh, yards per completion um, on 120 targets, like 13, over 13 fantasy points per game. Like he's a baller, you know? Uh, I just, I don't know. Week 18, if you look at his small sample size with Sam Howell, who should be the quarterback. I love it. I'm so glad you did that. Um, Week 18, small sample size with Howell, who should be the quarterback. He saw a 33% target share. So how look to him early and often. I just I think overlooking McLaurin is a mistake this year and I feel like I should have him higher.
0: Yeah, I'm for sure gonna overlook him and not think twice about it. Um, I just he's not one of my guys. He never really has been. And sometimes that happens and you just have to accept it and that's just the kind of fantasy player I am. Like if I'm not on someone, there's other guys I like in that area. Well, sorry, Terry McLaurin, you're a great football player, but I think the commanders are going to be maybe one of the worst teams in the league this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, I like Dotson. I like Gibson on that team for fantasy reasons, but McLaurin's one of the guys to me that I, I just, I'm staying away. And sometimes, I'm wrong. A lot of the times I'm wrong, just like everyone else. But like Eckler is a perfect example. I've never been on Eckler. Um, And he's been one of the better fantasy players in the past, you know, several years, but I scored more touchdowns,
1: scored more touchdowns than any other player in the past two years.
0: Yeah. Like I I missed the boat on him, and it sucks, but you won some, you lose some. I've won fantasy leagues in the last, two years so yeah you know um but anyways so i have i wanted to keep talking about some of the do, keep talking down these rankings yeah of course a, a guy that i'm huge on wide receiver 27 he's being drafted at 37 george pickens um, i'll continue to talk up pickens i think he's athletically one of the better I probably one thing that I probably do in fantasy football that's unlike a lot of people is I go a lot about the eye test. I go a lot from athleticism and how good of a wide receiver they are, um, and I understand the opportunity yeah. has to be there in order for them to realize that potential. But sometimes they're just a they're just a beast. Like Pickens is going to be out there making huge huge plays and yeah the steelers you can say what they want about their passing offense last year and it's the same offensive coordinator but pickens and pickett it's they've had a chemistry we've heard about that last year in camp chemistries don't just like unless you're golden tate and russell wilson and <laughs> you fuck his wife chemistries <laughs> don't just go away <laughs> like what an example, what an example, (laughs) those two, (laughs) those two are, Oh my God, came in the league together. They are developing a chemistry and it's going to continue to get stronger and you're going to see it again this year. They're going to take a massive step forward. Pickens wants to be in the pro bowl. Pickens is one of the most dog in your face, just like hardworking talent to back it up kind of receivers. And that's why he's making these, you know Odell Beckham ask type catches in camp, and all you're hearing is wait rave reviews because he's got that type of talent. Um, so again, I'm taking him before Chris Godwin, who I think is going to be on probably the worst team of this entire year, or Hollywood Brown, who I think's on one of the worst teams this year. Uh, say what you want about what's happened the last few seasons, and you know where pickings, what their offense looked like last year, whatever. I'm taking the guy that's now in year two with his quarterback who has undeniable chemistry and arguably a top 10 athlete in this wide receiver uh, rankings. So I'm going to be 10 spots above ADP on him, And um, whether it works out or not, I'm going to feel very good making that pick over someone who has baker mayfield or kyle kyle trask throwing to him and a thousand yard wide receiver for the past 10 years standing across from him
1: yeah i think it just comes down to one simple fact that george pickens has more upside than evans and godwin you know Uh, in fantasy football a lot of times you got to shoot for the stars you got to swing for the fences so to speak you want players with upside and that's what george pickens has man i mean it, i've heard beat reporters come out saying that it's more shocking when george pickens doesn't have a spectacular catch at practice like he, he's he been doing this every day at camp like this is just what he does and it's going to translate into the nfl you know but i you know the, as we were saying that i have him behind chris godwin and mike evans and i I probably going to be moving him up because you're, you're making me realize that he really does have more upside than those two. And, uh, but the Steelers really have to make some, make some strides this year uh, with their offense and really improve. So, I mean, he played yeah. all 17 games last year and, and barely caught 50 passes. So he, yeah. you
0: know. <laughs> also don't be such an easy sell. Like, you know how you, I've, you've, I have been selling you on Pickens and, in- not necessarily the Steelers offense, but more so specifically Pickens. Um, But also like, you know, you have said a lot about the Steelers offense, which like you can defend that. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and be like, there's still very good chance they could be last in their division. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, George Pickens had less
1: than 10 points per game last year. Like, uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Pitch. What
0: he, he, had 800 yards, didn't he? Like Eight, as a, 801 he with four very, touchdowns, very quietly had a, I mean, a good season. I don't think he played all 17 games. Like
1: he did. Yeah, he did. He um, played all 17.
0: He did. I well, whatever it was, he did. He wasn't targeted early on in the season, whatever. Uh, you had Mitchell Trubisky throwing him the ball. Some Pickett didn't start till later in the season. That's what I'm trying to like, Okay. You're gonna have Pickett, who's your guy, who I've talked about this whole this chemistry and everything. You're gonna have 17 games with him this year. I don't know. Regardless, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I um, know I get
1: it. I get I get what you're saying.
0: But um Michael Pittman, I mean, like awesome talent.
1: Is he another one on your do not draft list? I think he's on mine.
0: Yeah, I mean he's where is he on yours He's um wide receiver 30.8 I, I have at him 38 at, I have met 32 um, and I'm gonna move him behind Mike Williams that's yeah I that's someone that's like I should not have pit. Pittman at ADP because I'm not high on him um I just kind of threw him in that bucket of Godwin Hollywood Evans Pittman these guys that I'm not high on but you can't really deny their talent or their production in the past I think if I think the Chargers are going to be one of the best offenses in the league then I have to put Mike Williams ahead of them you know what I mean yeah if Mike Um, Williams
1: stays healthy all year he's going to have a better season
0: yeah, for sure. End of story. Um, but uh, I want to talk about Dotson. 38.8 is his ADP. We have him at 33. We both have him at wide receiver 33. Yeah. Um, he's someone that I have ahead of ADP because I think that he is a very good talent. He's one of those guys that just knows how to find space when a play breaks down. And his quarterback can trust on him to be there and make a catch, which that alone is going to get you so many more yards. Um, like, look at Tyree Kill. He used to just get in space and make plays. Make something Dotson, out of nothing. Yeah. I think Dotson kind of has that has that uh, intangible about him. That being said, like, I think the commanders are going to be really bad. I think – your projection of Jacoby Brissett being the quarterback (laughs) looks better than now than when you said it. Yeah. I I said that pretty early on. You said it right. Like super early. I still think that's pretty hard to believe for me, but like, again, I've been wrong a million times. I just think from like a team, what are you doing standpoint? Yeah. Yeah. you have to ride the young guy and see what you have but if they somehow just want to try to be competitive with jacoby Brissett, then you know i don't know i'm not in the coaching room so um i don't know it's there's still so much to play out like that's why we're going to post our rankings and have these um for you to pop in and look at them at any time is because these are going to be constantly changing we are just thursday We're just coming up on our first preseason game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So uh, that's a guy who that whole area that we're talking about right now, that could look a lot different in these next couple of weeks. I'll say that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with you. Um, uh, Rounding out my top 30 over here. uh, Like I said, I have Mike Evans, uh, George Pickens, Mike Williams at 32, Jahan Dotson at 33. I have Jackson Smith and Jigba at 34, um, which is – I have him ranked higher than Tyler Lockett at 39, which you do as well. You have JSN at 35 and Lockett at 39. I mean, I mean JSN just looked – he's just probably the – I mean, would you say he's the best wide receiver in that group? Aside, I mean, I don't know. With, with DK Metcalf, like –
0: yeah i always thought he was too um which the is the most crazy talented to say.
1: the most talented receiver probably
0: yeah i mean metcalf is the most physically freakish obviously yeah lockett has been nothing but overperforming and outstanding as a seahawk jsn's definitely a different animal um in terms of just he's so smooth Lockett's great at like finding place and finding space and making big plays um, and staying healthy. But JSN, like he's just so smooth. He looks different out there. Um, And I think he's uh, it's so crazy to me that the Seahawks have this offense that they have. And I just still (laughs) think they're going to be trash because of G. Yeah. I don't like.
1: I don't get it, dude. I really put don't. like
0: Jared Goff in that offense, and like that team's maybe that probably winning the division this year. Um, but you have just a waste of a t- space quarterback who's going to completely underperform current projections and look like the guy who sat on the sidelines for the last ten years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love. I always love it when you talk shit about Geno Smith. I just find it hysterical, um, mainly because like it's it's hard for me to believe that he, that happens. Dude was the wide receiver, the quarterback five last year. Like we've talked about this in length, um, lots of targets there. But JSN, like I mean, he's only going to be on the field in three wide receiver sets. I think. I think Lockett and DK are cemented in that wide receiver one and two role, at least for this year. So, I mean, yeah. how often does Seattle run three wide receiver sets? You know, that's to be determined. I think they'll probably do it pretty often with JSN. They'll 100%. probably try to get him on the field constantly. So,
0: as much as possible. Yeah. You'll think this is fucking hilarious. So, last year in my work league, I had Russell. That was the one league that I actually got Russell Wilson. So okay. I'm, of course, like trying to stream quarterbacks all year. And I end up yeah. with Geno Smith on my team. Oh, my God. And at some point, I just go like, I can't start Geno Smith. Like, I just can't get myself <laughs> to do Even though he was this. killing it? I traded him for like nothing. I was just Jesus. like, get, get him off my team. I, I am not having a successful fantasy football team with Geno Smith on it. I just won't do it.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I can uh, understand where you're coming from, but I just don't agree. So it is. what. But it
0: is. uh, so, yeah, I have JSN at 35. I have Eli Moore at 36, Deontay Johnson, Zay Flowers, another guy we're super high on, um, Lockett and Sky Moore to top out the top 40. Um, Sky Moore and then I have Kadarius Tony at 41. Those are going to be two guys that are probably in, Different spots as the preseason comes along. I don't know what to think about Tony yet. I mean, he's supposed to be healthy for Week One. Something about him getting injured again is just makes me not feel good. There.
1: I mean, understandably, I mean the guys yeah. had a, a the longest injury list at such a young age from anybody. So, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to believe that he's going to stay on the field this whole season. And Sky Moore. You know, if that happens, Sky Moore is going to get a ton of targets. So, uh, I think that's why we both have him ranked ahead of him. But yeah, you know, uh, I don't. Would you? Do you feel comfortable with Sky Moore as your wide receiver three? Um, because right now we have him ranked outside the top thirty-six, and I think he's one that's ranked outside. Like he's a wide receiver four that I would be comfortable as a wide receiver three.
0: Yeah, I mean. Yes, I just it's hard for me to answer that question because I just know that he wouldn't be. I tend to hammer wide receivers if we're in a three wide receiver league. I'm hammering wide receivers early Uh, just because I just because I know that there's running backs that I like later and I like to have a very deep wide receiver room. Hypothetically
1: Um, speaking, if you were to go running back, running back, quarterback, tight end, that type of start. Where you where you didn't yeah. take wide receiver like if that if the board just and kind of felt I you I that way that,
0: you want me to tell you what my team would be <laughs> it would be <laughs> please Bijon, go ahead and tell me it would be bijan saquon josh allen and mark andrews
1: okay so if you had bijan saquon mark andrews and josh allen would you feel comfortable having sky Moore as your wide receiver three
0: in order for that to happen, I would have to be. I mean, where's Saquon getting drafted now? Uh, he is he a first rounder?
1: Um, he's, he's a late first, at, early second.
0: Yeah, so that's not even a real scenario. Um, because Bijan would then have to go late. I would have to be at the, like the seven or eight spot in a ten man league, and then maybe it would happen.
1: Yeah, I could I could see that playing out depending on it,
0: if I was at a seven spot and people were just hammering wide receiver early. Bijan fell to me, so I go Bijan at the seven spot, and then at the thirteen or whatever that is, thirteen or fourteen, going Saquon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that could happen. But anyways, I would be comfortable with Sky Moore. I, I if that was to happen, then I would be hammering like. Hopefully I would be able to get Iuk, Pickens, Christian Kirk, Dotson, Eli Moore, Zay Flowers, Sky Moore. You would see me drafting those guys. I would just rattle off like four or five straight wide receivers. And if any of those that I just named were available, they'd be on that list. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that.
1: All right. Well, um, I think that about does it for our top 36-ish wide receiver one, twos, and threes, uh, potential starters for your fantasy squads. Uh, Mike, did you want to add anything else before we uh, hit the road?
0: The road show. Uh, We have 85 uh, wide receivers ranked, so... um, I feel pretty good about these rankings. I can probably go in and adjust them before we post when we get that deep, like right off the top of my head, I see I have Justin Ross at 78 and Claypool at 79. Yeah. I would definitely change that. Cause I think I don't really think Justin Ross is going to make the team um, anymore after just seeing, you know, Justin Houston, Houston, he's one of their um, they just have so many receivers there. Like,
1: you, they can't if Justin they can't. Yeah. They can't. If bring Justin all Ross
0: is not ready for the NFL right now, then he's not going to be there. But, um, anyways, yeah. So we will definitely keep these posted and blast over every social media platform and make everyone know where these are going to live. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's good. I'm good. Um, you're buckle good. Up. We're good
1: to go. Yeah. Good to go. All right, everybody. Buckle up. Stay tuned. we got a lot of stuff coming. Two a days. Who's ready for mock drafts? Who's ready for best ball? Mock. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I would say that uh, <laughs> I would say this wasn't our highest energy uh, episode. It's we're getting late. Ryan has been on the road all day. Um, I turned into a pumpkin pretty early, but yeah, um, you know, we're hammering out these two days. I think we still got You know had a good episode and got some good information out there uh we'll try to bring the energy uh for everyone tomorrow
1: yeah absolutely i said it better myself all right everybody